Hey y'all, welcome to show three of Curtains Up. This week we'll be discussing a six-year-old who was arrested in Florida, Vanessa Bryant, and how we can free Megan Thee Stallion. Tune into the show. So, coronavirus is everywhere. There's no avoiding it. Um, South, east, north, west, wherever you are, sweetie is there. Except for the people in Africa, they've seemed to get hand-watching down to a science. Um, also, probably because they're not around each other in, in close spaces and tiny little trains all the time. And they don't touch things after they cough. I'm pretty sure they have more manners. Um, so please wash your hands. At least 30 seconds is recommended to um, eliminate all germs. However, I don't think that we should be um, thinking that of this as the apocalypse. Excuse me. Um, so far, there's been six deaths of coronavirus. About 200,000 people die from the flu every year. So, comparing this, the facts, it's just not giving apocalypse. It's not giving end of the world. It's not giving Ebola. It's not giving swine. Like, it's giving swine flu because y'all was guessing Miss Swine Flu too. And it wasn't, it wasn't giving. We all gonna die. Excuse me, that's me drinking my water. But it's just it's just not giving um like immediate death. It's not giving that. So I'm gonna need y'all to calm down with all the propaganda y'all spreading. Um please do wash your hands. Let's let's continue to do that. However, let's not act like this is the immediate is this immediate death. It's not giving that. So wash your hands, be careful while traveling, carry sanitizer. Um Make sure to cover your mouth. Excuse me. Make sure to cover your mouth when you're coughing. Um, cough into a napkin. Throw it away. Um, be mindful of the germs you're spreading. So if you sneeze, get up and wash your hands. Or do not sneeze into your hands. Because we were taught that a long time ago. That that's not very healthy to do. So yes, coronavirus is everywhere. Um, as for me, I live in Atlanta. They just found two cases of coronavirus in Metro Atlanta lucky me and um i we i live next to the business airport so lucky me again um but as far as i'm as i know there's have not been any cases of coronavirus at spellman um i've been carrying my sanitizer away everywhere with me before i eat all the sanitizer with my hands um because that's when i really touch my face and stuff shoves in my mouth however i'm not completely sure about how coronavirus is transmitted i've heard um certain stats or certain people say that it's airborne so i'm not really sure i'm sure that you definitely can um, transmit it like the flu like getting those germs onto your hands and transmitting like from rubbing your eyes and getting your mouth but i'm also not sure whether or not it's airborne that may also be a thing which is why people are wearing masks um what i don't understand is why celebrities and um, instagram baddies are wearing bedazzled um bedazzled face masks to the airport like i totally understand that you want to be safe but like you being posted in a really cute outfit with your face mask on gives um coronavirus fashion and it's not giving fashion statement it's just it's just not giving um fashion statement sweetie so let's you know every week i come on here and i talk about some shit because it blows me, and I just don't quite understand as to why you would want to give coronavirus vibes. 
I just don't understand it. But I'm gonna let the girls carry and do what they do. But this shit is ugly. Someone walk her in the, in the airport with that big ass trash bag all over her whole body. Just, it really sent me. It wasn't giving that at all. Like, sus. Please. Anyways. Um, in very unfortunate news, there was a six-year-old that was arrested for having a temper tantrum in Orlando, Florida. Um, she was at the Lucius and Emma Nixon, Nixon Academy, which is a charter school there. Um, and she was arrested on September 19th, 2019 with another six-year-old. Um, I believe her name is pronounced Kaya Roll. Um, this young lady was arrested well, this baby, really. This baby was arrested for having a temper tantrum. Um, as stated in the articles and reports, she was kicking, not kicking, like hitting, punching, like flailing her arms, as many kids do during temper tantrum. And assistant principal said that he was hitting her. Um, and then the police were called. I'm not sure if the resource officer did something, called the police, or whether or not the principal called the police. Excuse me. But the police were called. Um, so, yeah. And when the police were called, um, she was arrested with another six-year-old. I'm not sure if this was the same time, but um, on the news in Florida, they said that the same police officer arrested two six-year-olds. Um, and Kaya was charged with misdemeanor battery. Misdemeanor battery. As a six-year-old, for a temper tantrum, for a fucking temper tantrum. Now, um, her parents says that she has sleep apnea, and this affects her quality of sweet sleep. Um, so I'm sure that my adult listeners know that a bad day is made even worse by a lack of sleep the night before. And I'm pretty sure at six years old, when you don't really have the language to articulate, um, that you're feeling pretty shitty. Um, a temper tantrum seems like a good idea so you can get some attention to get what you need. So I'm very sorry that this happened to this baby. I'm very sorry that, um, her school allowed something like this to happen to her. Um, the officer, one of the the officers that made the arrest was dismissed. Thank God for that. And Florida, um, legislation, legislation has been, um, trying to work on a bill to pass, um, so people under 12 years old cannot be arrested, um, which I feel like is a great idea because why would you arrest a six-year-old for a temper tantrum? Like, kids have temper tantrums all the time. White kids have temper, temper tantrums in the middle of the mall or the middle of the, um, Walmart all the time, and I don't see no police coming to get them. They be doing all types of stuff, biting their moms and things, and it don't be nobody that arrest them. So, leave, leave our black babies alone. Can you believe, can you, and like in a video, um, if you do go and research this further, in the video, you can see her begging and pleading like, she already scared. Like, I think she's very aware of what jail is like and what police do because like, she they start to put the zip ties on her and she starts crying and begging them, like telling them like, Please don't let me go and all this stuff. And she's in there begging and pleading and crying. And it's very heartbreaking to hear this young child begging for her freedom, for a temper tantrum. A fucking temper tantrum, y'all. I'm just so sad for her that she even had to experience something like this at such a young age. That she even had to go through that. Like, that's that was just... 
ridiculous for her to have to be in a cop car for a temper tantrum. It's, it's crazy. So I hope that her parents and the parents of the other um, young child are able to um, meet with some people in the government, um, sue the police department, sue the school, sue whoever, because it's absolutely ridiculous for people's kids to be put in the back of cop cars at six years old. They don't even need to happen ever again. And they, they should be ashamed of themselves. So now for stars of the show, um, Vanessa Bryant is suing for wrongful death um, against a pilot who was flying while um, in the plane with Kobe. Um, so um, the pilot was flying under negligent um, he was being negligent because he was flying under poor conditions. Sorry. Um, so basically, um, it was not clear enough for him to be flying. Um, but he decided to fly anyway, which resulted in him crashing or trying to not crash into a mountain, um, which he really could not see. So he began to fly at a very high altitude, um, which ultimately resulted in that plane crashing and the nine victims that were tragic their lives were tragically lost um however this is not the first time this pilot has been cited for um flying underneath poor conditions he was also cited for the same kind of um thing in may 2015 and i'm not sure if he was ever truly reprimanded or um this was really discussed with him, but from the articles I've read that they said that he was cited for the same kind of um, incident. However, I'm not sure if anyone was fatally injured in that previous incident. So I hope that Vanessa Bryan is able to um, receive some compensation for the other families, especially for the family where the mom and dad both passed away. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping that all the families involved inside, um, excuse me, in this crash are able to receive some kind of compensation for the um, the deaths of their family members. Even though money does not solve grief, it would definitely help the children who no longer have parents or who only have one parent. So I hope, they're, hope that she's really able to fight for them and get them um, something to help them, make sure that they're living comfortably. Um, and... Bad news, but not so dark news. Megan Thee Stallion's label is not letting her drop any music. Free Megan Thee Stallion. Um, so her, Megan Thee Stallion is signed to an independent label, um, 1501, based out of Houston. So in Megan's contract, um, it's very similar to a 360 deal, but to me it's a bit worse because they're an independent label. So Megan Thee Stallion... Um, 60% of her recorded income goes to 1501, 30% of her touring income, and 30% of the money that she makes off merch. Now, um, for those of you who are not informed about, um, music industry, um, basically most artists who don't write their music make money off of touring. Um, they get a performance license, performance rights, performance royalties for performing their music. And a lot of artists also do make money off of merchandise. But it's absolutely ridiculous for them to be in 60% of her recorded income and money from touring and money from merch. So what kind of money she's making? 
Um, I've seen tweets. I'm not really sure whether or not this is credible or not. That she made about 17, not seven. I think it was either 17 or 7 million. I want to say it was 7 million um, in revenue for 1501. It only received $15,000 from that 7 million, which is absolutely ridiculous. Like you would think in 2020, 2019, 2018, when she um, signed her deal, that this kind of stuff wouldn't be happening, that artists would be a bit more knowledgeable because of how old the music business is. The music business is 100 years old, and people have been getting scammed from day one. Um, I know people of my generation have been seeing um, documentaries like TLC and Tony Braxton about how artists and groups have been signing um basically signing their life away, signing their talents away to these record labels and not being compensated for it. So I'm very upset that Megan did not have the agency or did not have the proper people in her corner to make sure that she wasn't um, being used in this way. Um, I know that her mom, who was her manager, and I'm uh, from what I read and what I know, um, I'm pretty sure her mom did not thoroughly look through the contract because 1501 was ran by people who they consider family. However, um, as in the case that we see with Kellis and Pharrell, just because you and somebody are close or just because you consider somebody family does not mean they will not screw you over. Um, this is another example of that. So please look through y'all contracts whenever you're signing something. Um, please don't let these people bamboozle y'all. Like, they are really taking this girl's money, like all of her money. And it's like, it's it's even worse because they're making it seem like um, she's, like, without them, she would not be Megan Thee Stallion. But I believe Megan Thee Stallion definitely put in the work that she needed to to become who she is. Like, there's, the only thing, the what makes Megan Thee Stallion Megan Thee Stallion is her talent. Her ability to be, like, charismatic, how friendly she is to other artists, like, how genuine she is. I don't think 1501 had anything to do with her personality or her talent. Um, and I don't know if they had really a um, a rise, like, a big effect in the rise of her popularity because Megan Thee Stallion had a very organic growth. And the reason why she got to where she is now is because she was able to go viral on Twitter through her freestyles, which is also from her talent. So for I've heard um, that the the exec at 1501, the CEO who's like for, more forward facing, has been saying stuff like basically trying to insinuate that he made her or like 1501 made her. So like she owes them all that money and stuff. But I'm like. No, she doesn't. Like, unless y'all in there writing her rats for her and writing these freestyles and y'all made her such a a good and nice person and all that stuff, y'all did not make Megan Thee Stallion. Y'all happen to have signed her, but to say that you made this kind of artist is a lie. You did not make Megan Thee Stallion. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous for anybody to say, but Megan Thee Stallion mama, that they, that's to say that they made Megan Thee Stallion. They're just trying to figure out any excuse to use to take they take her money. So I hope that Jay Z and his lawyers are able to buy her out this contract because is Megan Thee Stallion is a slave to this to fifteen oh one at this point. They're taking all her money, she doing all this work, all this touring and people were complimenting her on all her success, but this whole time behind closed doors, 
she's not even really making money from all the hits that she's had this past summer and all the tours she's been going on. So I hope that she's able to get out of this deal. Um, I hope that, I really hope that she doesn't go into another deal. I hope that she's able to um, stay independent and maybe um, use her lawyers in order to get into a distribution deal. So she likes to make music and just sign to a major distribution deal and allow them to push her music that way because I just don't see how it's useful for her to get out of this deal with an um, indie label and then go sign um, a major label deal because she's definitely not going to get well, she's going to get more money as far as an advance instead of a $10,000 advance. But if she really wants that freedom and really be able to um, make her own money or keep her masters and stuff like that so she can make money off her songs forever, I think it's best that she stays independent. But if she's not really worried about that and she wants funding from her label and stuff, I would say to sign to a major. Maybe after she gets out of this deal, Rock Nation will sign her. So we just have to wait and see. What's going to happen with that? But free Megan Thee Stallion, free the Stallion, let my girl release music. Um, her lawyers were able to get her some kind of restraining order that's going to allow her to release music sometime this week. Um, I think the date that was said was March 6th. So hopefully my girl is able to release her song on March 6th. And hopefully this whole little debacle is not um, stalling her process as far as her album, which is supposed to be coming out in May. So I'm really I'm really hoping that Megan Thee Stallion is able to get out of this deal and to move forward and it just be like a little bump in her very um her very strong career. Um I don't see well, I see a few people talking about this. Um but I feel like there should be more a conversation around it. Drake is continuing to talk about his baby's mother. Now, when Pusha brought it up, and brought light to the fact that Drake's baby mom was a porn star. I think a lot of people were surprised because Drake is kind of infamous for having um, the baddest girls, all the cute Instagram girls, like Bernice and Bria Miles. Um, he was with, he was involved with, what's this girl's name? Uh, it'll come back, Georgia Smith, there we go. So he definitely has like a reputation of having like a very high caliber of women that he messed with. And basically like people see Drake as like the dude that introduces like the baddest girls to the industry. Like he'll put them in a song so not everybody know like this this that girl or whatever. Um But like then we found out what his baby mama looked like and we was all like hmm. <laughs> That was, I think it was surprising for me, but I wasn't expecting her to be like that. I don't know what I was expecting, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't giving, it wasn't giving that at all. And I think he knew that she didn't measure up to what people expected him to date, I guess, or his, what his standards would have been. Um, so that is why, um... That is why he's so embarrassed. Um, so, currently, Drake made a song. Um, it's a song to the, the video that he filmed in the Marcy Projects. Um, I can't remember the name of the song. But in the song, he says that his baby mom is a fluke. But he still, love her for the, he still loves her for the person that she is. Now, 
let, let's let's just Google what fluke mean because the people on Twitter were saying we just mad that Drake called his baby mama a fluke because we don't know what a fluke mean. Um, a fluke is an occurrence based on solely on luck or chance. So, with that definition. An, uh, an unlikely chance occurrence, especially a surprising piece of luck. So, calling your baby mama a fluke to me, by this definition, means that you getting her pregnant was an accident. That you never intended to impregnate this woman. That you had rather had not had a baby. By this woman. Everything is important in the direction of you being embarrassed of this woman. People said he defended him. Oh, y'all just don't know. Google said fluke means something happened by accident. So for you to call your baby mama. Excuse me. For you to call your baby mama accident. That means you didn't want her to be your baby mama. Clearly. And we would have never knew that was your baby mama. Had it not been for Pusha D. Now would you look at that. So, um, Drake is very embarrassed by the fact that this is his baby mama. Um, he, Pusha T really burnt his little heart when he got into him about that. I feel, I don't know if I feel sorry for Drake. And I really feel like he should start mentioning this lady in his songs. Like, if she was private before, I feel like people are not really worried about Drake's baby mom. Except for when people keep on mentioning her. Like, yeah, people was all on her case. Um, that summer, because Pusha T brought her up, cool, and it died down. But you, like, you draw more embarrassment and more, like, um, hate towards this woman because you continue to mention her in these songs. She did not ask for that. Like, you can get something else to rap about. Now that Pusha T didn't mention that about Drake, he just want to bring up Adonis and this lady in every song. Go back to how you was acting before when you was hiding them. Stop mentioning that lady in your songs. You just being rude now, calling lady a flu. Okay, nigga, and you nutted in her. <laughs> who who a big fool? You mad that you nutted in her, but you did it. And she got a kid. So, please, Drake, stop with the self-hate. <laughs> you just like all these other niggas out here that nut and have a baby mama that they don't like for the first time. Their first baby mama is always their least favorite. But, oh, well, because you did it. And we would have never knew had Pusha T not snitched on you. And if 41 pull up pillow talking to whoever girl he was talking to that told Pusha T all your business. So please stop mentioning this lady name in your mouth and worry about feeding Adonis, okay? Now, since this week was a very slow news week, Gems of the Week is going to be dedicated to me telling, me, telling y'all my business. So, right now, Seeing Riders is kicking my ass. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Seeing Riders is really kicking my ass. Like, it's just, it's very, it's very sad. I don't have the motivation to do this work. I don't wanna go to class. I don't wanna do nothing but, like, do the stuff that I want to do. And it's getting to the point where it's like, if I don't put stuff in my calendar, if I don't put stuff in my planner, if I really don't sit down and think about the stuff I have to do, it's really not gonna be done. So it's just like, what what do I really do 
like I don't I don't know it's, it's very hard I'm just really trying to think deeply about like how to get past this I'm gonna schedule my little therapist appointment so when I talk to my therapist on Sunday I'm gonna let her know this is what I'm struggling with and maybe next week when I come back I can share with y'all what she says but right now it's very hard like I'm I see the finish line I see May 17th coming quick I can see it in the horizon but right now it's like I'm being drugged by my edges to May 17th I ain't walking I ain't running to May 17th I'm being dragged by my edges and I'm really trying, y'all. But I'm telling y'all, every time I forget to write something in my planner or anytime I get forget to put something in my Google Calendar, it don't get done. It really don't get done. And it's very sad because I'm the type of student, like, everybody knows me as, like, the overachiever. Because I was getting her work done, blase, blase, blase. But I don't feel like doing none of that right now. <laughs> I want to kick back and relax. I want to chill. I don't want to be smooth sailing at graduation. I don't want to run. I don't want to walk. I don't want to glide to May 17th. Right now, I ain't gliding. I'm being drugged. So, hopefully, my therapist can give me some give me some tips as to what I should do. So, I don't feel like this anymore. Um, but I will come back and report to y'all what I should do. I have been doing better as far as staying in my lane. Like I talked about last week for my dream. Um... I did go on a visit to see a grad school, even though I'm not looking to go to grad school right now. But I was very happy to um, to do that. Um, it was a very um, insightful experience because I go to a small school. Spelman's a very small school. It's always a private school, also a private school. So we don't have enough. We don't get funding from the government, so we don't have the same resources as the larger school. And the school I went to go visit was Georgia Tech. And, of course, Georgia Tech has, like, state money, money from, like, a whole bunch of different um, people and entities. So, the resources that they have at that school is ridiculous. And it's, like, their campus is really spread out, whereas Spelman is, like, one little circle. So, um, it was very different. Um, But I feel like if I do choose to go to grad school, and if I do, I will be pursuing... Um, a PhD in economics. If I do choose to go to grad school, Georgia Tech does seem like a really good fit. So I was very um, happy to go on that tour. Um, but other than that, I've really been dedicating my time to doing stuff I really want to do um, as far as my, my podcast and just trying to figure out um, what I'm doing after graduation. I received a job offer. So I'm really looking forward and looking towards my future. Um, I feel like that's all also contributing to my senior writers. It's like I feel like I have stuff lined up. Um, and me being here, it's like I can see the stuff. I can see graduation, and I can also see the stuff after graduation. So, like, it's like the stuff that I'm doing now is, like, holding me back. It's kind of how I feel about it. So, I feel like that is why it's like I'm dragging along. I really don't feel like doing any of this. But I'm really going to try to get my head in the game and, like, plan my um, days better and set time aside for my assignment so that I don't feel so um, bogged down by everything. And hopefully um, I can get some mental clarity through, like, journaling and stuff so I can do better. Um, So, yeah. Even though I haven't talked to my therapist yet, I will say that's one thing I do recommend. If you ever feel, like, really, really bogged down by anything, journal, let it out, like, 
you see how in the beginning of me talking about this, I was talking about how I didn't know. And by the end of the conversation, I'm getting to know, like, what I should probably do. So sometimes just talking through things can really help you find an answer. So get a composition book, write it out, um, talk to somebody that you really trust. I recommend writing things out first because sometimes um, talking to other people can get kind of opinions in your head that you don't really need and that's not it really doesn't serve you but I find that talking to yourself and writing stuff out really helps you get to the bottom of what you really feel which um, my professor professor Williams likes to call the why beneath the why beneath the why so um, just I would say listen to yourself be still write in a journal pray um, so you can find, figure out what you need to do to serve you. Um, that's what I'm going to do as far as the senior writers thing and about my graduation jitters. Um, Spelman's, gradu- Spelman's graduation is very, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a series of events. Like there's, because we have a small school and it's very traditional, there's a series of events that lead up to graduation, like class day, we have baccalaureate. Um, we have an arch at our school, which is like, um, it holds a lot of weight because the you cannot walk underneath the arch unless you graduate it. And if you, it just, it's considered bad luck if you do before you graduate. So, um, yeah. Most people, like, I know I do, look forward to the day where I get to walk underneath the arch in May. So, I'm kind of very excited for that. But just, like, there's so much stuff to do to prepare for it. Like, we wear white dresses to all our ceremonies for graduation. So, I need to get some new white dresses. And I need to get some shoes so I can be cute. Because when the lump come back, they be trying to rip people to shreds if your dress not really white and your shoes not cute. And I will, I would hate for my um, my mothers to be looking at me crazy. So, what I'm going to do <laughs> is get my stuff together so I can be looking cute for graduation and stuff. So, look out for those pictures on my Instagram at K-E-R-L-I-S-H-A underscore, period. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just so, it's like I'm so ready to get there. It's just like I just want to go to sleep, wake up, and be May 17th. <laughs> but it's not realistic, but I'm just so ready to get to graduation and move to my apartment and start my job. You know, I'm ready to do all this stuff. I feel like I've been at Spelman for too long. And in hindsight, I probably should have graduated last semester because I had the chance to and I didn't. But in hindsight, that's probably what I should have did. But hindsight is always 2020. But right now, I'm just sitting here um, wallowing in the fact that I still got to do work, but I'm going to get it done because I ain't no hoe, and I, it's not like me to stay down and lay down. At the end of the day, I'm the type of person that's always going to get it done, so that's what I'm going to do. So pray for your girl. Send some prayers up. I need them. Send me some motivation on my Instagram. Um, yeah, reach me however you want to reach me. Go ahead and reach me and let me know. Give me some tips or something. Because I, I will take all the advice. Whatever y'all did, y'all senior year of college or y'all senior year of high school. Because I had senior year of senior high school too. Whatever y'all did, let me know. Because I need all the help I can get. Thank you very much. So, lastly, curtain call. I don't really have like a celebrity this week or like an artist. But the person I want to shout out, um, their, per- their birthday is today is my professor professor williams y'all hear me mention her name all the time i'm gonna mention her name all throughout this podcast however many episodes i have her name probably gonna be mentioned in every single podcast because that lady pours into me every single time i see her so happy birthday professor williams her instagram is at 
the prof williams the p-r-o-f williams and she's a life designer soul connector and alchemist and she's like one of the biggest treasures i gained this semester because she really cares about making sure that i'm on the right track and making sure that i'm doing stuff that serves me and giving me the tools so that i can not be so affected by change and so that when i'm at a low point i don't stay there so i would really like for y'all to go follow her instagram um she's also the prof williams on twitter and the prof.williams.com, I believe. Um, all her information will be provided in the description of this um, podcast. So, yeah, please reach out to her. Um, I think she's going to start offering coaching for people that are not her students very soon. So, please look out for that. Any black women, black men as well, I really encourage you guys to um, look into her and to contact her and speaking with her because I'm pretty sure that what she has to say to you will change your life. Thank you for listening to another episode of Curtains Up. See you. Slow down. Girl, let me love you. Darling, I care. I care for you more than my own self. Darling, I share. I share with you. All goodness and well Said We can have just one night Or we can have one whole life If we play it cool Yeah We can have that one thing Or we can have everything If our hearts are true Girls Play around like this, I'm not one to play around like this, it's so real